Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Miss Marvel podcast. Happy WandaVision Day, everyone. Well, obviously, since this episode has been recorded in advance, I'm not going to be talking about today's WandaVision episode. I'm saving that review for Monday, but there has been a good amount of Marvel news that's um, come to light in the last week or so, and so I want to go over some of my thoughts and opinions on that news. So the first news kind of has to do with WandaVision. Right before the show came out, Paul Bettany, who plays Vision, said in an interview that a, quote, special character was going to show up that nobody was going to expect. And so while you might be asking me to have some theories on who this character is, I don't want to say any because I think all of my theories would be the most obvious characters. This is kind of related to this, but Evan Peters, who if you don't know is a great actor, he played Quicksilver in the X-Men movies, which up until a couple of months ago were owned by Fox and were completely separate from the MCU, but now that Disney has bought Fox, we don't really know how those X-Men characters, if or however they're going to be included into the MCU, but it's interesting that the actor who plays Quicksilver in that universe showed up on a WandaVision casting list on Google, which obviously isn't the most um, reputable thing ever. People can change that kind of stuff, but I thought that it was interesting at least to address. But I think a lot of people have been thinking, oh, Quicksilver's gonna show up in some way because honestly, this is Wanda's universe and you know, she misses her brother and all of that. But honestly, I feel like that would be an obvious choice. Like, obviously me and Paul Bettany probably have different definitions of like character who no one would expect. But I think a lot of the characters that we're expecting are kind of like Quicksilver or Baron Strucker, I would expect or Doctor Strange I would expect, especially since Marvel has said officially that this is going to play into Doctor Strange 2. So I don't know. I'm thinking a theory that just came to my head is maybe that Loki is going to show up because we wouldn't traditionally expect Loki to show up in a Scarlet Witch series, but if you've seen the comics you know that there are a couple comics in which Loki, Scarlet Witch, and Doctor Strange all work together because they both have kind of that semi-magical set of powers, and so I think I'm going to leave that as my theory. I think I'm going to leave it as my theory that our unexpected character is Loki because honestly, I wouldn't expect him. And I think it's a little coincidental that at a recent WandaVision Q&A session, they had three um, Marvel actors show up at the end to surprise the WandaVision cast and to ask questions. And those were Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange, obviously, because we know that Doctor Strange plays into this and maybe will show up in the last episode or so. And the other one was Anthony Mackie from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which also makes sense because Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to be premiering two weeks after WandaVision. And then the third one was Tom Hiddleston, aka Loki, which obviously makes sense because Loki is going to be the next one that's coming out after um, after the Falcon and the Winter Soldier back in May when Falcon and the Winter Soldier wraps up about April. But I think that that also could have been a hint that Loki is this surprise character who's going to show up, but I guess we'll see. So another thing I wanted to talk about was there's been a lot of recent news surrounding Spider-Man 3. And we... No, I feel like we know so much and so little about Spider-Man 3 at the same time. There have been so many rumors swirling around and it's just a little bit overwhelming. But the most recent rumor that came out was that Charlie Cox, who played Daredevil in the Netflix Daredevil series for Marvel, has rapped on Spider-Man 3 and film scenes for that movie. And so I've seen a lot of fans online say that they would love to see Daredevil and Spider-Man interact with each other. I've never liked the character of Daredevil very much in the TV show. I liked comics, but I didn't really vibe with the TV show, so I'm like mm, neutral on that. But 
I feel like that's very interesting into how they're going to try and fit the Netflix series into the MCU in the future because if Daredevil is going to come in this one chances are we're probably going to have at least Jessica Drew appear in something if not Luke Cage and Iron Fist. I'm hoping for Iron Fist. I like the Iron Fist Netflix Netflix series. I really like Finn Jones's portrayal of the character so I'm hoping that he shows up somewhere but for now I guess we have Daredevil. But we also got some new set picks from Spider-Man 3 and it shows Peter Parker and Mary Jane played by, you know, Tom Holland and Zendaya. We get to see them together and it seems like she works at a bakery. And we've gotten from these set picks the news that the entire movie, well, or at least it seems that we've seen take place around Christmas time or in winter because there's a lot of snow in the set picks we've seen. And so I think that's very interesting that they're trying to go with like a Christmas winter theme on top of everything else. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because they had like the summer theme of the last movie but I don't know I just feel like Spider-Man 3 and obviously all of the rumors that we've been hearing about Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire coming back and all of these other alternate universe spider people and characters showing up could obviously be false and we would all walk into the movie like oh never mind this is kind of anticlimactic but I think with all the information that we've had rumored now I feel like Spider-Man 3 is just taking on too much. It's like, wrap up to MCU Spider-Man, Christmas MCU movie, Daredevil introduction, um, uh, introducing the multiverse, which WandaVision could very, very easily do on its own. Like, I don't feel like that's necessary. And then you've got the Doctor Strange aspects. And so honestly, at this point, like, I wish Marvel would clear up what is going to be in this movie and what isn't because I'm just very confused and it makes me nervous as someone who has been such a huge fan of the first two um, MCU Spider-Man movies. Like, watching Spider-Man Homecomings really got me, like, full force into the Marvel fandom because I loved that movie so much. And so I'm just so nervous that we're going to lose the Spider-Man and we're going to lose the Zendaya of it all and, like, the struggle of everything that's going to go on. And... I think that's one of the things about superhero movies that I personally don't like and I feel like a lot of them fall into that trap of just trying to do too much in one movie. They're like we want to put all these comics into this one movie and we want to put all these characters into this one movie and then it just all gets lost and it all gets muddled together in that and so I'm gonna say it right now I'm nervous about Spider-Man 3. I might be proven wrong later, but I'm really nervous about how it's going to turn out just because of all of that, and I don't want it to be overcrowded and everything like that. Um, another thing I want to talk about is the Moon Knight series coming to Disney Plus. So I can't I can't remember if this was officially announced or not, but we know there's going to be a series based on the Moon Knight character coming to Disney Plus, and it was recently confirmed. I put confirm in quotation marks because we basically know, but of course Marvel hasn't put out an official announcement. Kind of like how we knew that Haley Seinfeld was going to be playing Kate Bishop, but they didn't officially announce it until way, way later. But we basically confirmed that Oscar Isaac is going to be playing the character of Mark Spector, aka Moon Knight. This is a character that I actually have not heard a lot about in my forays with Marvel Comics, but basically he's a former mercenary who then gets powers on a mission and becomes the hero Moon Knight. And that's basically, I think, all we need to know this far. And I just want to say that I'm really excited about this. I... 
I love Oscar Isaac. I'm gonna come out and say it, I love Oscar Isaac. Like, him as Poe Dameron in the Star Wars movies is kind of it for me. Like, that is everything for me. And he is such a good actor, and I feel like he's going to bring so um, much creativity and great portrayal to this character. And so I just want to say, very excited for the Moon Knight series all of a sudden. Marvel knows how to get me invested in things. Like, I made a couple of jokes about this, a couple of TikToks, but... I did not go into WandaVision liking the characters of WandaVision much at all. I made fun of the show when it came out and now suddenly we're two episodes in and I'm like if anything happens to either of them I will just explode. I will cease to exist even though I literally know that Vision is dead and in fact I laughed when Vision died but now I'm like no Wanda deserves to be happy. Like. Marvel just knows how to get me invested and so that's what they've done with casting Oscar Isaac. I'm like, okay, watching the show, bookmarking it. Whenever it comes out, it's me. It's me and Moon Knight together. Um, but the final piece of news I want to talk about is something that was all over the internet. The rumor that Chris Evans is going to be returning as Captain America. A lot of big sources, I think it first came from Deadline, reported that he was very close to signing a contract and then later in the day Chris Evans himself came out and said that that's news to me. But honestly I think a lot of people then took that as him saying that he's not coming back to the MCU at all and that that was a false thing. But I just the way that he worded it news to me and the things that we've seen from other people um, who have been cast in a Marvel movies and they it's been confirmed by the media but not confirmed by Marvel or the actors, I feel like that's I feel like that's not necessarily Chris Evans saying that's not gonna like that was untrue. I just I don't know why they do it. So like here's some examples: the woman who is playing um, She Hulk, I cannot pronounce her name. Like I'm picturing in my head, but I can't pronounce it. She said. There was a lot of rumors that she was being casted as She-Hulk and all the media was like, okay, confirm she's She-Hulk. And then she put out a tweet that was like, um, no, I'm not. Like, that's crazy. No, I'm not. And then Marvel announced a couple of weeks later that she was. Or like, again, to go back to Queen Haley Steinfeld. A lot of people, a lot of rumors came out and said, oh, Haley Steinfeld is playing Kate Bishop. And then Haley Steinfeld was like, I don't know what y'all are talking about, but I don't know anyone named Kate Bishop. I don't know who that girl is. And then the set photos of her playing Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye series came out a few weeks later. And so I feel like the same kind of thing is going to happen with Chris Evans, probably further down the line. Like, I don't think Marvel will confirm it till at least after the Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out. But I definitely think that Chris saying that kind of gives more air to the story and kind of makes me think, oh, maybe this was true. Like, I wouldn't have necessarily believed it otherwise but him commenting on it kind of made me think is this happening and so I actually have a lot of thoughts on this at first I was like oh like this is so happy like I'm so happy about this like I love to see Chris come back because um Chris Evans is Captain America is a character that I do like um I don't think it's perfect but it's a character that I do like and I've come to appreciate more in the last couple of months but I just don't want him back like I didn't like his ending at all in Endgame like among the problems that I have with Endgame and there are a lot I did not like that but I don't I don't think that they should have him come back to fix it because a I honestly don't trust Marvel to fix it in the right way I honestly don't trust them to not just come in and make it worse and also because Captain America is such a big character. Like we had these three big MCU characters. We had Captain America, we had Iron Man, and we had Thor. And so 
I kind of liked that Endgame closed the chapter on their stories. I'm not necessarily going to say that I enjoyed the way the Endgame did that, but I did like a lot how it was like, we've had these phases of the MCU and now we're closing the chapter on our three big heroes so that we can bring in more heroes. And for me, I'm like, yes, close the chapter so that we can have more female heroes, more more heroes of color, and more female characters of color at the head of our Marvel um Marvel movies instead of getting caught up in these three heroes like we can move on to the next generation and so when I saw like oh they're making another Thor movie which is fine like I really like Thor Ragnarok I think I've said it like I love Takiya's work and so I'm like fine make another Thor movie whatever but I don't necessarily want Chris Evans to come back because I feel like he's just going not Chris Evans. I don't want Captain America to come back because Captain America is such a big character and I feel like if he comes back in anything it's going to distract from all of the other characters who are finally now getting their time. Like the only place that I could really see um, Captain America come back in is A, the Secret Invasion series because Captain America was a big part of the Secret Invasion in the comics. Like he was one of the characters who was taken over by Skrulls and they were like, oh my god, Captain America's a Skrull. Like it was like a whole thing. Or I think they could have him come back in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series and that's where I really hit my issue with this because as you guys know, I'm pumped for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series. Like ah, I have, ah, I'm not even going to talk about it right now, but I think the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series is our chance to really get a look at all the background characters from the Captain America universe. We're going to see Sharon again. We're going to see Bucky. We're going to see Sam. Like these side characters are finally going to get their due. And so I feel like if Captain America comes back, whatever it is is just going to distract from the arcs of those three characters because... Like, so many fans love Captain America, which is great, which is good, but I feel like if you bring back Captain America, then they're just going to focus on Captain America, and they're not going to focus on Sam, and they're not going to focus on Sharon. I'm not even going to count Bucky in that one, because Bucky has a huge fan base for somebody who's only said, like, four words in the entirety of the Captain America trilogy, but I just really don't want Sam and Sharon, mostly, to get lost in, like, oh my god, Captain America's back, oh my god, and, like, I love... Chris Evans and I love the Captain America character but just I don't want to see other characters get lost or other storylines like tampered down on because we have this huge character coming back and so like it's the same thing with like if Robert Downey Jr. were to come back for the Ironheart series like I would like for him to come back in an AI form for a couple of episodes but I feel like if you put a main character like that whose story was supposed to be closed a it ruins like the closure of their story like if tony stark dies and then comes back in like a ton of our other marvel series it doesn't really have the same impact as it was if like tony stark died and now we have these heroes trying to carry on his legacy but he's still dead like i feel like that's better than just going oh but he's gonna show up here here and here and here and here and this and so I just feel like if you're going to close a chapter on somebody, if you're going to do it final, do it. Like, don't go halfsies on it. Don't go back. You made your narrative decision and go with it. And so that's another problem I sometimes have with superhero movies, especially I think sometimes directors will try to capitalize on the hype of something instead of doing what makes narrative sense. And I think we've seen this a, a good amount of times throughout the MCU where somebody will capitalize something for the hype of it. They'll be like, oh my god, this character is coming back in this movie. 
but it doesn't make sense for them to come back in this movie. Like, it doesn't make sense at all for them to come back in the movie, and it's kind of just for the hype of them coming back. Like, I think an example of that would be, upon further reflection, when I saw Captain America Civil War, I loved that Spider-Man was in it, and I was like, this is the best thing ever, but in hindsight, should Tony Stark have been bringing a 14-year-old to a battle? No. Should the narrative have allowed him to compromise himself in a way that he basically picked up a child soldier? No. But it was just for the hype of bringing back Spider-Man. Like, it was just for the hype of bringing back the teenage Spider-Man, and I think that actually compromised a lot of things for the narrative going forward. Like, I like the Tony Stark-Peter Parker, like, mentor-mentee relationship, but I don't like that that was the way they did it because it kind of felt out of character for Tony to just go and pick up a literal child, and it... It, I don't know, it just kind of changed his character going forward and it wasn't really something that was addressed. And if they wanted to do something like that, they could have done it like after the Civil War, Tony realizes that he, like, Tony quote unquote realizes that he should be like giving back to the community and that there are other ways he can help. And so he goes and starts to help Peter Parker. But honestly, he's just lonely and he needs like a little pet project. Like that would have been nice. But they were like, no, we're gonna have you pick up a child and have him fight which was a little weird upon further reflection. But anyways, that's all the Marvel news that I have for this week. Thank you all for listening, and WandaVision episode review will be up on Monday.